the CPHI podcast series. Hello and welcome back to the CPHI podcast series, your monthly soundbite on the trends and developments impacting the global pharma value chain. I'm Rebecca Lumley, pharma editor at Informa Markets, and in today's episode, we'll be turning our attention to the field of animal health and exploring the role new technology can play in disease prevention. The impact of zoonotic diseases has perhaps never been clearer than over the course of the past three years. Since the start of the pandemic, COVID-19 has caused the deaths of more than 6.4 million people globally. Now, monkeypox is spreading rapidly in countries where it isn't usually seen, and the World Health Organization has designated the outbreak a global health emergency. And although the outbreaks we've seen recently have been larger in scale than is typical, they are by no means incongruous with wider trends. In fact, experts believe that 60% of known infectious diseases and up to 75% of new or emerging infectious diseases are zoonotic in origin, meaning the disease has transitioned from a vertebrate animal to humans. So what can be done to limit the spread of these diseases and prevent the next pandemic? Well, today we'll be hearing from two companies whose products use data analytics and AI to detect diseases in animals at the earliest indication. The first is SoundTalks, a company that provides real-time respiratory health monitoring in pig herds. Joining us for today's chat is SoundTalks founder, Dries Bergmans. Dries, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Rebecca. Thank you for having me on the podcast. So to begin with, could you explain kind of what SoundTalks, the product, actually is? So the SoundTalks system is a continuous monitoring system that we use in pig barns. It consists of microphones that we place inside the barn. They capture the sound 24-7 and our algorithms will then automatically scan the sound for signs of respiratory problems. So, for example, by detecting coughing or sneezing in the barn. So I believe that the SoundTalk system, it can actually detect respiratory diseases quite a bit earlier than with, I suppose, more old fashioned or conventional methods. How does this work? How can this technology kind of get in so far ahead of what we currently have? So the conventional uh, detection methods consist mostly of manual observation. So people walking in the barn and observing the animals. And while actually this is still the best way to do it, because humans have ears and noses and eyes, etc. Because of the scale increase of most livestock production systems today, the time that a caregiver can spend with the animal has been reduced significantly over the last decades. And pigs are by nature flight animals, so when they are sick or when they have a problem, their natural behavior is to try and hide it or to cover it up. And so in contrast to a person walking through a barn, sound recordings, they are not disrupting the animals and we can we can actually observe the animal 24-7. So when the sound recordings uh, pick up uh, a sign of respiratory disease, they can do that 24-7, so it will easily outperform the brief human observation that is uh, now uh, the conventional method. And so when we start to pick up a problem, our system will warn the producer and will also give certain recommendation for action. And typically that recommendation is made by the local veterinarian or at least in collaboration with the local veterinarian. But the technology will make sure that the right recommendation comes at the right time with the right caregiver. That's actually how the system works and how it can go way faster than the human observation. Gotcha. So it's kind of having constant eyes and ears, you know, even when nobody can be there. So this sounds extremely innovative, but forgive me, I'm, I'm not super familiar with, I suppose, other products like this on the market. Is 
this kind of a crowded marketplace? So Soundtox is part of an emerging industry we call PLF, which is short for Precision Livestock Farming. And so in Precision Livestock Farming, it involves automated monitoring tools for animals. And typically, there are different aspects that the technology tries to improve. It can be production, health, welfare, or environmental impact uh, that is tried to be minimized. But also the technology itself can vary widely. So we use audio in Sound Talks, but there are many more applications for video or for sensors that measure different gases, uh, light, water, feed, anything you can imagine, uh, actually. Today, I would say more and more companies start to invest in the in this industry. So there are many examples of upcoming products or at least upcoming IDs. I would say that in general, in the industry, we're still at a stage where there are a lot of ideas, but not so much successful commercial products. But I'm sure it will come. I'm convinced it will come. And with Soundox, we are now in the market in Asia, North and South America and Europe. So um, I think compared to most companies, we are a step ahead. But obviously, we also are still developing a lot. And competition is now coming for our product. I think uh, we have competitors more or less everywhere, or at least companies that have tried to copy the solution. But again, I don't think in the market, there is already too much like it's a race to get first in the market, actually. In different applications for sound, for example, there are successful products, for example, identifying uh, the gender of the egg before the chicken has hatched, for detecting crushing of the young piglets by the sow, etc. There are other companies that actually have successful products in the market at the moment. And for Soundtox itself, we try to make the step to poultry applications. And so I suppose the way that we've been talking about the product so far is is with this sort of emphasis on disease prevention. But I am curious as to what is the most common way that you see your customers actually using the product? Is it for disease prevention or are there other applications maybe we haven't talked about yet? So at the moment, our product is mainly used for disease prevention, but I think that this gives also us as a company a platform to continue to build on that. I think also for animal welfare, for example, I see huge opportunities to go forward in the future, but we don't have it yet in the in the commercial uh, product at, uh, at the moment. And I see in general, like for sound, for video, there is a lot of potential that is still not uh, tapped upon. I think we are not using uh, 1% of what is possible at the moment. Yeah, I think that's a great point, especially considering, you know, um, the potential applications when you factor in kind of AI and machine learning and yeah, all of this kind of new technology that's coming through. I suppose, what do you think the wider impact of developments in this space could be in terms of preventing these kind of zoonotic diseases? So I believe that in general, the, the role of technology will continue to grow in the prevention of diseases. I think in the past decades, we left it to one single person who has to observe animals a few moments in a day. And I think if you if you look at that from a, a global perspective, it's almost like we don't monitor the animals at all. While if you could monitor 24-7, you could monitor both humans and animals. I'm sure you can pick up problems like zoonotic transfers way faster which also is obviously limiting the consequences of it. And so in general, I think we believe that the technology will never replace the humans, but it will massively help both the humans and the animals, actually, by actually assisting, helping better decisions can be made faster. We can be aware of a problem way faster, also when a problem occurs on a larger scale. Are you struggling to cut through the noise? The pharmaceutical industry can be a crowded market. 
partner with CPHI Online, the largest farmer marketplace and community worldwide. Get direct access to 280,000 farmer buyers and gather qualified leads all year round to help build your pipeline and grow your revenue. With CPHI Online, you'll be able to stand out from the competition and reach a large global farmer audience. To learn more about promoting your company using only one platform, go to cphionline.com. The second company we'll be discussing today, ChipSafer, is also focused on curbing disease, this time in cattle herds. Like SoundTalks, ChipSafer uses a combination of hardware monitoring devices and behavioural data to detect and track changes in the animal's behaviour, giving farmers an earlier warning of possible disease in the herd. Joining us to chat about the product is ChipSafer's founder and CEO, Victoria Alonso Perez. Victoria, you're very welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Hi, thank you very much for inviting me. So to begin, could you give us a bit of an overview of what ChipSafer actually is? ChipSafer is a platform where we can monitor livestock remotely and at any time and place, enabling sustainable farming and providing traceability across the animal's life cycle. Our platform can help the farmers on their daily operations. So as I kind of mentioned, we are quite interested in terms of the disease prevention aspect. And what I understand from the platform is that it can kind of track and detect anomalies or unusual occurrences in livestock behavior. Could you kind of explain how does it actually do that? The way that we can detect anomalies in animal behavior is because we have smart sensors. These sensors are attached to a collar. So the animal wears it around the neck and it has a GPS and an accelerometer. With the GPS, we can know the geolocation of the animals, and with the accelerometer, we can know differences in the behavior. So for example, when an animal is sick, it starts behaving very different than the rest of the group, and that's how we can detect a disease early on. We're currently also working on a new sensor that is a bolus, which goes inside of the animal, and it's a temperature sensor. And so with that, it's even better to be able to detect disease because we can detect immediately when there is a spike in the temperature of the animals. That's really interesting. So it's kind of movement and temperature right now to to kind of give that early indication. And what sort of an impact do you think this could have in in a wider sense on disease prevention? I think it could have a really big impact. I mean, we're seeing nowadays how different diseases are really impacting the farmers globally. I started ChipSafer because I saw the devastating effects that a foot and mouse disease outbreak had on my country, on Uruguay, when I was a teenager. This was in 2001. A lot of animals had to be killed. We couldn't export any more beef. And this had terrible consequences for the whole economy of the country. And so detecting diseases on time is extremely important to prevent an epidemic and prevent even an economic problem like it happened. We see nowadays that, for example, in Australia, they are, they, they are putting a lot of measures because there is food and mouse disease in Indonesia and so as not to bring it into the country. So definitely disease prevention is a a very hot topic nowadays and it's something that we need to work on to ensure food security also for everyone because, you know, an outbreak of diseases can imply that you would have to kill the animals and, and, and not have the food sources. 
we've kind of talked about the impact of zoonotic diseases in terms of spreading to humans and the, the kind of the health impacts there. But there are also such important economic impacts of these kind of things on, on the farmers themselves. And I think that kind of leads into a discussion about sustainability as well and kind of environmentalism. I believe the product can kind of encourage more sustainable farming as well. Could you tell me a bit about that? Yes. Right now, currently, the livestock industry is very attacked with many claims that are not entirely true. And so one of the things that we want to do with Cheap Safer is we want to highlight the farmers that are very sustainable. Not all farmers are in the Amazon rainforest and deforestating. Yes, there is some farmers that are doing what it's called as um, illegal farming. Uh, they are doing what is called also cattle laundering basically saying that they are raising the cattle in, in legal lands when they are actually in illegal lands. So with Chip Safer or with sensors that can track the location of the animals at all times, you can ensure where the animals have been and you can ensure that they were not in protected areas such as the Amazon rainforest, for example. But also there are so many farmers that are extremely sustainable and, you know, they take really good care of their land. They have rotation systems. And, and so with Chip Safer, that is one of the things that we want to really highlight. And for example, if you are you know, in Uruguay, um, having livestock is actually very good for the environment because with that you can preserve the ecosystem and you can protect the biodiversity. Whereas if you would have a crop, for example, you would be killing the biodiversity in the area. So sustainability is something very complex. There is a lot of factors that you have to take into consideration. And so with Chip Safer, that's what, what we want to do is that we want to really highlight the farmers that are sustainable. And we really want to show the whole traceability of the animals during their entire life so that the consumers can also make more informed decisions as to what type of beef to eat and what they are eating, if it's actually contributing positively or negatively to the environment. So for us, it's, it's very important. And another thing is by knowing the location of the animals, you know, you can also know if, if an area is going to be overgrazed, for example, and so rotate the animals to another area and allow that other pasture to regenerate while the animals are in this other pasture. So we are very committed to helping the farmers in everything that has to do with sustainability but also highlighting the farmers that are sustainable. That's lovely. Yeah, it really seems like it kind of fits in well with kind of the traditional family-based farm, which I think, you know, is, is a massive part of um, the sustainability discussion as well. So with that, I, I was wondering, what are the most common ways that you actually see the product being used? Like, would it be more in terms of disease prevention, sustainability, or maybe another another kind of use case that we haven't even touched on yet? To be honest, we have various use cases. It all depends on the region too. In Latin America, we get asked a lot because of cattle theft. It's a very, very big issue. So the number one reason why the farmers would want it is for cattle theft. But then once they see all the benefits, then they start using it for other things, like for example, the disease prevention, the welfare of the animals, for example, if there is not enough shadows to plant more trees, if there is not enough water sources to make sure that there's water sources close to the animals. So it's it's a way in which they can manage their operations better by knowing the geolocation of, of the animals. Also having all the inventory of the animals, all the database of, of the animals in our software, it can also help them 
in improving their operations and, and have a better management. We see it being used for various uses. We had farmers that found like a hundred animals <laughs> that were lost thanks to our sensors. These were animals that did not have the chip safer sensors, but based on the location of other animals in a, in a nearby herd that had the, the sensors, then we could, we could find this, this other 100 that didn't have it. We're constantly surprised about the uses that the farmers give to our sensors. Oh, that's really interesting. So it is the farmer's own creativity kind of comes into play there a bit as well. Well, brilliant. Victoria, thank you so much for joining us. That is all we have time for this episode. And thank you for listening. For more news, features and expert content on all things impacting pharmaceutical supply chains, manufacturing, drug development, packaging and drug delivery, please head to cphionline.com. Thank you for listening to the CPHI podcast series. For pharmaceutical news, webinars, events and more, visit cphionline.com.